Hi, listeners. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a decision that stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans, a decision that could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help, P-O-D-V-O-I-C-E-S dot help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Thank you. Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Stace Babcock. So, you know, earlier I was trying to figure out if I was still using my character sheet called Numenera Discovery Character Sheet Form Fillable 2018-07-24 for Nyx, or if I had actually changed the name to Nyx, and they were the same. So I went back to just using the, the Numenera Discovery one just because. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> it was open first. I don't know. I don't know. Why wouldn't you just like move to the one that was called Nyx? Because what if I forget next time that I'm using the one called Nyx? I've been using this one for like 18 months. <laughs> Samson Davis. Here we see two different flavors of ADHD battle against each other. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hello. Nice to meet you. Stace, are you at least using like the good character sheet? Because like there's the one that's just kind of that like... That has the little check for the advancements. We have different definitions of the good character sheets. Valid. Oh. Daniel can tell you I am still staunchly sticking to the colorful one. Mm. Oh. With the, the foopies. Listen, I look at it, I know where everything is. <laughs> and Alex Finn. I was told I can't do tangents tonight, but think about it. Would shittens have the pink tags? What? So shittens, the mittens exclusively for picking up shit. I don't think are a feminine care product. Right, but what if you got pink shittens? Would they be more expensive than the regular shittens? Well, the pink tax isn't on things that are pink. The pink tax is on things like tampons. And Well, if I like go buy a female r- razor, it's going to be more expensive than the male version. But they're like worse. I got a razor recommendation. And like if I go buy lady deodorant, it's more expensive than men's deodorant. Is it? Certain brands, yeah. Smell like a field of flowers is more expensive than smelling like a lumberjack. Lumberjacks smell like sweat and tree sap, I assume. I know. That's kind of a, mm-hmm. a mood, though. I want to smell like flannel. <clears throat> <laughs> Sounds like men's deodorant is just worse. <laughs> I want to smell like smell unwashed like... flannel. <laughs> <laughs> I'll smell like musk. This is just odorant. <laughs> Coming to get your old girl. But yeah, would you pay more for pink shittens? Would you pay more for pink dice? I feel like there'd be some oh. like tie-in where you would pay more for pink dice. Like, these are the exclusively Barbie collection. Well, Samson, I heard a rumor. Do you know where you don't have to pay more for pink dice? At least I have <laughs> Somebody Google it quick. I'm never setting up a segue again. Never. Yeah, no, it was so, you were doing so good. But then Al- Al- Alex was on a roll. I tangented it and I tangented it hard. Anyway, hey, Die Hard Dice, they might have pink dice. I th- I'm i pretty sure they have pink dice. They, they definitely do. They do. do ha- yeah, it's the, um. right now it's like the Mars and Venus Dice, I think yeah. I think the Venus one is pink, assuming that it hasn't sold out. But if it hasn't, you should get it and use our code Explorers Wanted. Get 10% off your order. You can get high quality dice for that little bit cheaper. You get cool dice. We get a little bit of a kickback from that. So you're supporting us. Also, if you don't want pink dicing, there's other colors, obviously. Acrylic, metal. But pink is the best. And a wide variety of colors. No pink tax on any of it, obviously, because that'd be insane. You can even get pink metal dice. Can. Okay, cool. Hey, you can get some pink metal dice and use our code. Yeah. There's one. Thank you. Bye. So it's like, I'm done with this ad. <laughs> Stop it. I don't no more segue. Stop. <laughs>
So who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on Stace. Allow me to consult my notes. Now, I have to I have to say, I have been making much stronger effort with notes. However, Starbuck was sitting on my notebook for like a good <laughs> portion of the last session. So I have Reaper Rives was not following protocol mm-hmm. with metal drafts. The draft horn does cold damage. Fuckers. Mm-hmm. Buff-ass invisible servant doing work. Stupid servant stealing kills. And that's what happened. <laughs> So we fought a relentless reaper who arrived with two frames that had long necks and horns. So I guess they're like Yuna giraffes. And the party fought them. Nyx did a lot of jumping. Cha-Cha did a lot of shooting. Dilly did a lot of running, illusioning. Yeah. Yeah. Hold his weight. And also throughout a level 11 instant servant that kicked butt. Which Dilly boosted. Yeah. Yeah. So huge contributor to the fight. Post-fight, unfortunately, the Reaper body was not really salvageable to potentially use as Aster's new body. Nyx's fault. I mean, you had to. Yeah, yeah. But Dilly did get some Iodum off of it. Yeah, got some stuff. Got some stuff. And then in a salvaging mood, the party went ahead and salvaged Race. Um, That was a a Cha-Cha-Dilly partnership, which resulted in more Io. Ciphers. More ciphers. We never figured out where those were going, which we will do eventually. Yes. And if someone wants to drop in them in the chat what they were so that I would know, that would be cool. Not that you need it. You remember it all. But There was some debate about the disposition of Race's body. Ultimately, Reason prevailed and Nyx didn't eat it out of concern with being infected by the metal wires that turned Race into a cocooning killing machine. Cut off a little scrap of his arm journal we all went to bed while the servant watched over us in like the creepiest way imaginable and then dilly had dreams it was like red mist and lightning and shadowy humanoid forms and that's where we ended the episode so dilly you're having this vision of this misty plane with these strange orb-like buildings up ahead lightning crackling in the background and these shadowy figures that you are sure have seen you and that's when you wake up in the morning in a cold sweat (laughs) oh shit (sighs) fuck man what the fuck aster did you aster can you see my dreams should have asked this a while ago um of course not fuck okay i'm kidding of course i can see your dreams (laughs) all right damn (laughs) so did you see that place that shadowy figure city with the lightning in the buildings yes any chance you know what that is? The only word that comes to mind is foundry. Foundry? Like the Volink foundry, perchance? It could be. Okay. I've never seen it personally. Mm-hmm. But for some reason in my memory, that image makes me think of it. Okay. And you happen to know anything else about the foundry, or...? It is forbidden. Forbidden to enter, or forbidden in principle by the protectorate i don't understand the differentiation cool all right all right cool that's that's now that's just the thing that's happening do will kind of like look around try to figure out what to do with his morning starting with this and then he's gonna actually pull out the falling foundry key and see if is it doing anything other than just being an inert key being an inert key all right all right do will put that away and then just go check on uh mark 11 his little instant servant mark 11 is sitting at the edge of one side of camp and sees you approach and says, no other creatures have approached. Right. Excellent work. What does it mean to love? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say he has Uh, an hour left to live at most. (laughs) Yeah. At most. Because we slept for 10 hours. Nix is doing squats at the edge of like the circle. She's like, yeah, got to work out that lactic acid. (laughs) She like pours like the last of the of the protein powder from the container like direct in her mouth. <laughs> it mixes with some venom to smooth it out on the way down. I know it doesn't make sense, but I feel like Chacha's found a way to sleep like those trapling spiders that hide underneath the ground. So if you walk over their trap, they just spring out and get you. Like she's figured out a way to do it. <laughs> okay. 
part of her wilderness skills. And she's just waiting for that trap to trigger. Lemuel wakes up, looks over, sees Race's body lying there, oh, yeah. and goes over and throws up at the edge of the camp again. We never got rid of it or buried it. Oops. Oops. Nick starts hauling together branches to build a pyre. Oh, you're so sweet. Dill will have the instant servant help out with that. Okay. So the instant servant helps build the pyre. As the pyre is finally constructed, the instant servant starts slowing and its head sinks. <sighs> bum, 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 bum. It powers down and falls head first into the pyre. Oh, thank God. I don't have to explain anything. Oh, <sighs> shit. All right, so uh, keep walking. Hey, Dilly, will you go uh, trigger Chacha's trap and just, like, wake her up so we can get... <laughs> oh, shit. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> and Dilly goes and uh, gets a long, like, 10-foot stick and then just kind of sm- <laughs> just, like, smacks her. Just like, wake up. I feel like Dilly <laughs> and Nick's must rock, paper, scissors for this every morning. Yeah, <laughs> alternate. Like yeah, I, I think we alternate. <laughs> Because otherwise, it'd just be Nyx every time. Because I feel like she can, like, see Dilly's hands closing. She's just, like, that quick. And so she would never win. Mm-hmm. I mean, she would always win. Yeah, she would always win. Nice. Get a long stick and then just poke Chacha and okay. whack her awake. Whatever. You guys wake up. You're all awake. Oh, what's the plan? Bodrov. Probably today. Yeah, generally speaking. Yeah, get to Bodrov. Solve the fire issue. Save my mom. Chacha looks like at the pyre and says, like, fire issue? Oh, yeah. Will you light that, Chacha? Yeah. <laughs> duh. But, like, is that the fire issue? No, Chacha. The, uh, like, flame, the guardian flame situation that's turning, like, everyone into, like, a, a, like a mandible person. Oh. I guess that could be seen as a problem. I'm just glad you're here, Chacha, regardless of the reason. <laughs> And then Chacha goes and lights the fire using her pyromaniac skill. Yep. It catches flame. I assume you put Race's body in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, before the fire. Yeah. You know what would be really funny is if it burns away <laughs> Race's flesh from the metal and therefore the uh, grotesque autopsy <laughs> did not have to occur less. <laughs> oh, no. Wait. <laughs> Yeah, so you have lit the pyre, the body is burning. I guess, can everybody make me a perception roll of 21? Uh Nyx is not trying that hard. It's an intellect task. Uh, It's a 12 for Dilly. Actually, I'll ease it by a step, so we'll call it I mean, we're by a fire, I feel like that would... Wait, no, Seven. Would a fire hinder our view? Because it's so bright? No, not in this case. Hmm. I'm trying to decide if I want to put in any effort. I'm very paranoid right now, Daniel. I guess I'll put in one level of effort. Yeah. Let's get a free level and I'll be fine. Got a one. Wow. So two failures and a one. Should I re-roll it? I mean, are we going to start a forest fire and Smokey the Bear is just going to, like, Kool-Aid man through a tree and, like, skin us alive? I think this is a grassland situation. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was a movie where a family of some sort of animal was decimated by a grassland fire. Listeners, tell me if I'm just imagining this movie. Was it Once Upon a Forest? No, it wasn't, that wasn't a grassland fire. That was Bambi, a, no. No, that was a forest fire. I know. I just wanted to bring up Bambi lightning, for sick personal it? reasons. <laughs> Bambi was so fucked up, man. Uh, quick question before this shit happens to us. Who has the ciphers? I'd be okay taking the desiccating detonator. Stace, did you want all, both of them, or where were you at? No, I only have room for one, so I'll take the Magnet Master if you want the, the other one. Okay. Um, so you guys finish breaking down camp, and Cha-Cha, by the time you guys have finished breaking down camp, that's the first time that anybody notices that all those little pieces from the frame giraffes are missing. <laughs> weird. What's weird? Does uh, Aster have any insight into this, Dilly? What are you you, you talking about? The missing drafts. What? Oh, fuck. Huh? Aster, what were those things? I have not encountered their kind before. They're not of protectorate make. Okay. Shit. Yeah, Aster doesn't know. But they did seem to be capable of regenerating. 
yeah, they were regenerating. Fuck. Well, guess we just gotta keep a lookout for them. Or is, is there any obvious trail anywhere? No. <laughs> oh, Nyx can track. Nyx might be able to track, but because you had a one in the mix, mm. like this has all gone on too long for you to really have useful tracking ability here. What do you guys do? Puffing it. Yeah, nothing for it, so... Head to Bodrov. Did we properly okay. take care of this fire, or are we just going to let it go? Depends. How long do you want to stick around watching the fire? Next sticks a fire break around the pyre. I'm just saying, we could let the forest burn. I don't really care at this point. But it might be inconvenient for us who's walking through it. Or walking away from it. Yeah, so. but no one knows what direction the fire will spread once it gets through the pyre. You assume it will go out by itself, but you never know. Thank you. All right. Yeah. This is my paranoia. Okay, so Nyx digs a fire break around the fire. This is my safety paranoia. So I assume you guys aren't waiting around for it then. The way you're smiling, Daniel. Mm. And then we leave. Yeah, we're just walking. Okay, you follow the freight road towards Bodrov. The mesa is rising taller and taller and more imposing until you are finally within sight of it. The mesa itself is enormously tall. There are paths carved into the side, like like little narrow roads kind of going up the side of the mesa, but they don't go all the way around. They go up, and then there is a tunnel that they go into. Dilly, you remember from the one other time that you've been here that those tunnels appear to all have doors so they could shut each door along the way independently if they had to. So then they go in the tunnels, they come out, so... They've basically arranged it so the only, like, footpath or even cart path up to the top of the mesa is all on one side that they could observe and maintain. And as you approach the first road, there is a construction of wood, and hanging from it is a man-sized cage. And there is a man sitting in it, clearly starving and imprisoned in this hanging cage. Is that a familiar punishment to Dilly? I don't think you would have noticed anything like that when you were there. I wouldn't have noticed a man hanging in a cage starving to death. <laughs> I don't think you would. Well, <laughs> keep in mind, Dilly, you were a teenager who just assumed that the high man's view was some sort of local drinking hole. Yes, on that, but also a man hanging from a cage starving to death. He hasn't been there for the whole time. That's why I'm asking, like, if that's just, like, a common punishment. Like, oh, yeah, this guy's... You don't remember if you saw the cage before when you were there. It certainly doesn't ring a bell for you. It's nothing anybody told you about. It's nothing you ever saw personally. Okay. Is that a gibbet? A gibbet is a, is a cage. Yeah, a gib- gibbet thingy with that, the person's in. Yeah. Gibbet? Yeah. Is it I a gif know. or jif? You know, like, do you it's say it right or do you say it wrong? <laughs> yeah, it's a gibbet. Thank you very much. That's how we're going to forever say it in this podcast, please. A gibbet. I don't know. It's been a while since I've played Dragon Age Inquisition. It's a gibbet. A gibbet. A gibbet? Yeah. Yes. Sure. I'm sorry, but I will continue to pronounce it gibbet. <laughs> it's my gibbet. <laughs> it's gif and it's gibbet. <laughs> It's the Tarje and the Gibbet. So there's this Gibbet. <laughs> the difference is, is that there is no corpse in here. It is just a living man. Oh, thank God. In bad shape. I mean, he's still alive, at least, for once. Uh, yo. What? Water? Oh, yeah, sure. Are we supposed to feed the decorations? Uh, no. First of all, Chacha, that's rude. I don't know the local customs. Maybe it isn't. I'm ignorant of the local customs cha-cha, and trust me, that goes a long way when battling with authorities. I'm also ignorant, so I say, what? What? Next, we'll hand up a a water skin. He is just glugging. So, uh, why are you in the cage, man? Like... (laughs) This sounds corrupt. Daywalking, I guess. What were you accused of? Juggling. I was just here to deliver a message try to open up some business avenues for my boss. Poaching clients. Who is your boss? Question at this point. Are you guys disguised? Not unless Dilly remembered. I'm gonna say no. Not at this point. Thanks. He's handing it back to you and he freezes when he locks eyes with Dilly. 
And then he just starts laughing feebly at his own situation. You know him. (laughs) Ah, fuck. Oh, Minos. Yeah. Yeah. He leans towards Nyx while, like, keeping an eye on Dilly. And he says, keep your eyes peeled. They don't like competition up there. The, uh... The what? What are they, Dilly? What are they called? The the the, the gang around here? Uh, uh, the stone burners? Yeah. yeah. Or the agents? Or the agents? Yeah, yeah. No, it's stone burners. They run the whole city. They've got a tighter grip on this city than than I've ever seen. I'll tell you more if you've got any food. Oh yeah, sure. Nix will hand up like her months old travel ration. <laughs> He's eating it rapidly. He's like. I have no idea how they did it, but, you know, we have influence in Charmant and Shalmas, but I've never seen anything like this. I thought at least I'd be able to work with the agents, but they wouldn't even take a job from me unless the Stoneburners approved. Interesting. What's the, uh, like, local government situation? Like, the queen-recognized government? There's Governor Tarn, queen's appointee here. What is your name, good sir? Keith. Hmm. There's not any way I could convince you guys to unlock this cage, is there? No. Uh, so here's my concern, Keith. Like, this generally seems inhumane. But. So. But. I'm sort of opposed to it in principle, but I'm a little concerned that if we let you go, you'll run off to Minos, you know what I mean? And, like, tell him where we are. I mean, you might as well, though. This is the one place he'll never come. Hmm. Why is that? Stone burners won't let us in. Minus has been trying for 10 years to get into Podroff. So I guess if you, like, tell us everything you know about the Nixos and then we never see your face again, I would consider it. Well, I mean, what what, what do you want to know? Mostly where Minos is and also, like, who is Minos really? Well, Minos is Minos as far as I know. I mean, Minos, when I was sent out here, he was in Charmon, but I knew he was going to head towards Shalmas. He was going to shore up interest there, and he needed to give Hand a tour. <laughs> Tell us more about Hand. Hand's like a new player, right? Kind of? Yeah, replaced a Citra. Hand's the science person. I, I don't know. I think they're a nano. I haven't had a chance to work with them directly much, and they always wear the stupid mask. Gave me stuff to bring with me, though, but most of it they took away. Even the fucking egg. A jade egg? I mean, it was green, yeah. So, I have a proposal for you. I'm listening. I I don't have anywhere else I can go. I suppose that's fair. Actually, yeah. No, disregard. Um, (laughs) Tell us uh, about the jade eggs. Like, did you know that they're highly addictive and may lead to, like, the birth of some, like, weird green little creatures? And what were you doing with it? And how many Nixos have the egg? Okay, so that's a lot of questions. I'll, I'll try to remember to answer them all, but... I, I know that they're popular in some circles. Hand insisted I bring one with me. <gasps> Dilly, like, fucking elbows Nick's and, like, pulls her down. I'm, that might be Dr. Oz. Hey, yeah. Uh, can you, uh, describe Hand for us? I don't know. They're about, you know, close to your height. The slender. They always wear this black mask. They go by they them pronouns. I'm honestly just guessing. Most people just call them hand in their presence. I've heard some people call them he, some people call them she, but the fact is nobody knows. Mm. That's like Dr. Oz for sure, right? Well, I thought Dr. Oz went by she, her pronouns, but, well... Maybe not in disguise. Well, I'm also wondering, we did kind of, like, leave her in that one place while it was kind of falling apart, so maybe this is, like, her Frankenstein's return. Because, like, Minos knew about the location of the shit underneath uh, Dr. Oz's lab, right? Or underneath her house. So maybe he, like, pulled her out and kind of made use of her, so to speak. Oh, yeah. Bringing our enemies together, Dilly. That is what we are about. (laughs) (laughs) Dilly kind of nods and then just, like, gets a worried look like, oh, God. (laughs) What? Okay, so Hand may or may not be a... Pseudonym. Pseudonym for Dr. Oz. So, the jade egg, how many Nixos have these jade eggs? I I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. You know, the one time I met Pan briefly, they were handing out these eggs and telling us to take them. I have no idea how 
widely in circulation they are. Were, were you instructed to insert the eggs or just carry the eggs or like place the eggs? Like, what are you, what are you doing with the eggs? He gets uncomfortable and says, I was told to insert them, but I, I hadn't really brought myself to do that yet. Good. You know, you don't want to like pass your own boundaries. Like, those are your boundaries. Those are your limits. Good. It seemed kind of weird, you know? Yeah. Also, they might have like taken you over and like zombified you or something. It would. Yeah, we're pretty sure this is like a incubator type of situation for the eggs. Yeah, yeah. So you were smart, Keith. Uh, okay. I mean, you're in a in a in a gibbet, <laughs> in a gibbet. Well, it probably wouldn't have worked out very well. I have pretty bad GI issues in general. I'm being a little too open with you, but you know what can I say? I've been in this cage for so long. I mean, yeah, probably malnourished. You're gonna probably gonna be a little fucked up for a while. All right, hang on. I was I was like following a thread or something. What were? <laughs> And you, you were given the egg and you were sent to Bodrop. Was anyone sent to Bodrop with you, Keith? No, we, we know better than to send more than one of us at once. They've been very clear on previous attempts that, you know, any of us arriving in groups would be treated like an attack. Uh, how were you made? We don't want war. We just want our fair share of business. And what's uh, their business, Stoneburners? Like, what's, did she ever get far enough to figure out what they want or what their interests are? As far as I can tell, they own that whole fucking town. And do what with it? Like, it's just a closed ecosystem or like they bring it in stuff, outputting stuff? I don't know. They made me within the first two hours that I was there. What business were you like specifically business were you trying to like get into? Trying to see if there were any, you know, merchants that'd be willing to help us set up a local hub to bring in product that maybe they can't easily access here. Franchises. Drugs or jade eggs or juggling balls? <laughs> like what? No, no, God, no. Nothing so crude. Just quality craftsmanship from Charmond and Chalmers. You're being really vague for a guy in a cage. You think you're talking like uh, illicit artifacts, ciphers, Numenera in general? No, no, just early stage stuff like trying to bring in some black market materials, some clothes. Nothing, nothing as heavy as like illegal drugs, but oh, knockoffs. Yeah, oh, why don't you just say so? That's like it's a force of habit, okay, to not be too explicit about the illegal things that I'm supposed to be moving. Yeah, that's fair. Quick uh, sidebar. <laughs> you go, champ. <laughs> uh, excuse good. us, Keith. Sidebar. Sidebar. Yeah. All right, what more do you think we could really, like, figure out from this guy? Because I'm getting kind of, like, a low-level, like, I don't think anybody knows, like, for example, like, I don't think anybody knows about, like, Minos's puppet nature, besides maybe Hand, whoever that is, probably Dr. Oz, but... We spread fear. We let him go, and, like, we fill his head with some Minos bullshit, which is actually the truth, and, like, tell him that the Nixos is being set up to hatch a bunch of fucking egg creatures... And that basically, you know, Minos and Hand are betraying the organization. And hopefully he, like, tells his friends while he's telling them where we are, you know? So, like, oh. it's just like like a little, like a little, uh... It's like a horse that's hollow where you, like, put men inside. Aren't we just deprogramming the brainwashing <laughs> by telling him the truth and explaining how he's part of an evil organization and he should free his brethren? I think he's very much aware of the nature of the Nixos. But the jade eggs seem a new level, and they were trying to, like, have him do the jade egg. What? I think we should let him go, but what? I don't think he's gonna make it to Shalmas. It's like four days, and he's like... He had water. He just ate his, like, first food and, like, water in, like, probably weeks, maybe. He has no survival skills? What? Okay, so this is what we do. We let him go. We call him a guardian candidate. We bring him with us. That seems like a worse idea. Ooh, a consultant. We can do that. Contractor. Sorry. Wrong word. I, uh, duh. It's a bad idea, Dilly, but it's also like, it could go great. We could also leave him in the cage, I'm just saying. But for what? Like, What, what are we going to do with him? It doesn't sound like he knows much about Botrov. No, that's fine. Just make sure he's healthy enough to go back and like tell the rest of his friends how there's like apparently some sort of master plan going on at the Nixos that involves expending their people, which feels like bad. You know, like criminal organizations, they're like very, you know, close-knit. Yeah, but I don't see him, if he does make it back to Shalmas, I don't see him living for very long. Oh, yeah. No, it's like, it's kind of a shot in the dark, Dilly. Like, it's, he could die on the road, like. I Then I say our best bet is just like, hey, let him go and then say like, hey, this probably get killed if you go back, so maybe like, fucking leave this life. Fuck off the key and 
enjoy not being a part of this. I feel like we're being very, um, what's it called? Like, ahead of putting the card ahead of the bug. Because, like, <laughs> okay. if we free him now, we will kind of fuck ourselves over for the city, won't we? And in my experience, when you go into a new city and you kind of fuck yourself over, you don't get to stay in that city. We kind of need to be in the city. So maybe we just, like, table this freeing of this guy that we kind of feel met on. And we do what we needed to do. And then on the way out, we free him, if we remember. That is, like, the very smart, morally gray thing to do, Cha-Cha. Especially because we're not, like, great at leaving places in an organized fashion. How far is the Bay away from, like, the base of the Mesa? Like, what's the surrounding landscape? Are there, like, guards, like, 40 feet away, like, looking at us? There aren't guards watching you right now. We're, like, 40 feet away. Like, this is probably hanging maybe 50 feet from the start of the path up the side of the Mesa. Okay. Pasha, you could teleport him. Why? So he gets where he's going, Chacha. Do we want him to get where he's going? We do a good deed. We bring him over to our side. We start to destabilize the Nixos as an organization. You know? I feel like I feel like we're definitely being watched. Just because like I, I feel like the stone birds definitely have like an eye on this guy at the moment. So this is what I'm thinking. We go into the city, then late at night, Chacha and like probably just me teleport down here, disguised. We let him go teleport back up to Vodrov, and then just let this guy figure his life out, because I maybe he goes to Shalmas, but I don't feel like he's going to be able to, like, do much of anything. I don't think we can trust this guy to, like, destabilize the Nixos in any way, let alone live long enough to talk to anybody. Yeah, but maybe. You know, you just gotta have, like, a lot of, like, pokers in the fire, or whatever. Is that the phrase? I don't know. What if you cast an illusion of him still in the cage while Cha-Cha transported him? What? I mean, I don't have, like, a very long distance on it. It's going to, like, disappear the second we, like, get oh. more than, like, maybe, like, uh, 30, 40 feet away. All right. I'm just saying it's worth a shot. But we can wait till the, the cover of dark. Like, I'm fine with that. All right. Opinions, Chacha? I, I just feel like we're jumping the gun, freeing this guy while we're right in the middle of mission. But, like, we can do it. I also feel like the second we, like, really get started on this bonfire thing... Things are going to get spicy for us, and we're going to be dealing with a bunch of other stuff that we don't have time. We will forget this guy if we don't do it now. That's what I'm saying. If we don't do it now, we're going to forget this guy. Or at least if we don't do it tonight. What's the word, friends? What? One second, Keith. Good news? Sorry. What if we just ask the stone burners for him? We got money, good looks, persuasive charm. I don't think we should be noticed by the stone burners at all. Like, I feel like talking to them would not be good for us. I feel like they sound so cool, you know? I... <laughs> but look what they did to, like, the Nixos. Like, I... I no, I no, I feel like fly under the radar. Get to High Man's view as soon as possible. And, like, hopefully that's not run by the Stoneburners, which that could be bad. How is this Gabay locked? There is a rather complicated latching mechanism on the door. You imagine that it's the kind of thing that probably, if you had the right kind of key for it... It probably unlocks very well, but it's designed to be something that would take some work to unlock. It would require tools, which is probably why he hasn't been able to get out on his own. All right. So what if we left Dude Man some food, told him what's really up? That's really important to me, you guys. Even if he dies, like, just what if? What if he went back and told the truth to the Nixos about how they're being used to hatch jade monsters? You know, whatever. And actually, I'm sort of thinking, Dilly, now that I've, you know, thought that, um... What if the whole point of him coming here wasn't to sell, like, bootleg cloaks, but was in fact to smuggle a jade monster into the city? Yeah, that seems likely. Yeah. Which is not cool. And so we just, like, he's a criminal, right? Like, he probably can, I don't know, pick a lock? We just give him some tools, we give him some food, and we just see what happens. Okay. That's better for us. Okay. And we've already given him food, so we're probably gonna get talk to. I would I wouldn't be surprised if we could talk to for talking to this guy. But okay. Using his illusions to kind of hide what Dilly is pulling out, Dilly's gonna your call how I, how I should do this Dan. A portion of his light tools enough that a decent criminal should be able to lock pick. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's fine. And and honestly, Dilly, with from what you remember of what Bodrov is like as a city, it's the kind of thing that you would probably be able to replace those tools relatively easily. Okay. At like any of those shops in there, they should be easy to replace in the market. At least what he would need. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Before you give him yeah. anything, Dilly, let me talk to him. Okay. Nix will walk back over to the Gabay. Yeah. So, good news, right? So, listen, we really cannot get on the bad side of the stone burners, obviously. So we're going to do this like... His face falls. A little, with a little discretion, okay? Okay. First of all, you need to get up your strength a little bit. So we're going to give you a little bit of food, a little bit of water, a little bit of tools. You picking up what I'm putting down? Oh, okay. But... There's a few things that I need to make sure that you understand. Oh, also, do you have any, like, friends, relatives in the Nixos that, that you would send a letter to? Can you write? Well, there's my my brother. Also in the Nixos? Kenny. Yeah. So, I think, honestly... My sister Kira, too. Oh, my God. Because you know surviving the Ninth World is like an absolute crapshoot. So, we're just, like, giving you a chance, right? <laughs> so, what I would like you to do is I would like you to write your brother a letter... That we will make sure gets mailed, detailing how Minos and Hand are like willing to hatch monsters inside of Nixos agents for whatever fucked up plot they have going on. Probably like world domination or something stupid. Well, I don't need a letter. I could just tell them when I get there. Two delivery methods are better than one. Okay, I mean, not. You want me to write something right now? Yeah, it's it's kind of the it's kind of the price of the tools. Uh, hey, I'll do anything at this point. Awesome. Here's some paper and a pen. Okay, he starts writing frantically on the paper. Be, like, really, like, upset about the betrayal of your leadership in this letter. Okay, it's kind of hard to communicate emotion in the code, but I'll do my best. Fair. And so he scribbles out a message that's clearly addressed to Kenny and Kira and hands it back to you. So we have a pair of letters. Where would we murder this man? Cool. Shit, there was something else that I was, like, thinking. Oh, so this is in code, so Nix can't read it, right? So I'd like to insight check this guy, either using intrigue or uh, social. They're the same. Okay, so I would say that is going to be a nine. I'll spend two levels of intellect. That makes it a three. Seventeen. While you can't read the code of the letters, you also don't get the feel this guy is, like, trying to be tricky about this. He's just sort of eagerly trying to do whatever he has to do to get out of the cage. All right, well, uh, I'll be sure that these are uh, delivered. Thanks. I'll yeah. head that way once uh, I get the tools and get a chance to get out of here. So, um, am I getting those? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dilly, will you uh, put up, like, an illusion for the transfer? Also, a little food in there, and here's, like, eight shins for the road. Hey, I got it. Actual food, not illusion food. <laughs> <laughs> Dilly pulls out a portion of his uh, food rations, kind of puts the... Oh, water. People need water, Dilly. I, I need water. <laughs> um, uh, pour, <laughs> pulls out a, wine, a water skin. <sighs> and I guess eight shins. Yeah, I'll give eight shins to this guy that he'll totally have use for. Oh, eight beer shins? Hell yeah, Dilly. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Using his illusions to, like, obfuscate this. It's just a nice little package. And then Dilly will very obviously hand food up to this guy. Because we didn't hide it the first time, so we might as well not hide it this time. Mm-hmm. And Dilly will just say quietly, chew carefully. <laughs> Wait till nightfall to do your shit. Thanks. Thank you. Don't be stupid. All right. You got it, Keith. Thank you. All right. Onward? Onward. When there's a good moment where it seems they are secluded... Nix will hand Dilly one of the letters and be like, hey, we have Nixos code. Oh. Snap, we actually did something good. <laughs> Instead of me just being so sleepy, I laughed at us maybe giving somebody fictional food because I'm a horrible person. <laughs> so in the seeds, Dilly. It's all about sowing the seeds. Very true. Also, once we get to this secluded place, Dilly will disguise us, including Clem as well. Okay. Yeah, so opportunities for secluded spaces because, you know, roughly every, like, 300 feet of this path is when it sort of turns and curves into the mesa. 
and then kind of also has a steep path inside the mesa, inside the rock, before it connects up to the path outside. So there's lots of opportunities for that. And as you guys are going inside the rock part of the path, you can see these independent gates. And then you can also notice that there is piping in the ceiling that kind of lets out a bit of a foul odor. And Dilly, this is going to be the last thing I'm going to give you from that one natural 20 without you investigating even further, okay? Oh, wow. Dope. Because it's the kind of thing your Master Aestus probably would have pointed out as an interesting design approach Mm -hmm. the first time you visited. And that is, in addition to all these doors being able to be shut in case that the city was under attack, each one of these in rock sections could be independently flooded from the town's sewage supply. Gross. Dilly is going to keep an eye out for any, like, basically security cameras. Maybe not exactly that, but whatever is analogous to that. Any sensors, any, like, looky holes. Hmm. Anything like that? Give me an understanding Numenera roll of 12. 963 with all my shit. I'll roll for three. Nine. There are definitely some very simplistic surveillance machinery in these tunnels. You wouldn't think that whatever they're picking up is any kind of high-resolution image of it. This security system is meant for dealing with armies. Enough to see that there's enough to see that there's something in there where it isn't. Yeah, yeah. It's not designed for like, oh, we're trying to do high-resolution security footage to figure out why somebody went here or when they did or anything like that. Cool. Okay. Dope. These paths are relatively steep. It will take you guys half the day to get up the side of this mesa, like a good four hours of travel. It sucks. It's designed to suck, though. It's not designed to be easy to get to the top of Bodrov. And in fact, when you reach the highest point of the path, it goes into the mesa, and then there's sort of like another antechamber that once again could be flooded. And then there's a path up with these gates that open in to the inside of the city. So essentially, like you come up a ramp into the city. Again, one of the things that, Dilly, you've seen this once before, and certainly to a lesser degree in other places like Cha-Cha and Nix. I mean, you've seen like villages where everybody's kind of building their homes the same way. But in terms of like big cities, usually there's a lot of variety in architecture. All of these buildings are very similar and brutalist in design. Are the buildings kind of blended with the ground, if that makes sense? Or does it look like they were set upon the ground as like separate objects? They were set upon the ground, separate objects. That's one of the interesting things. Like all the masonry seems to be of similar materials, synth and stone, but none of the synth or stone matches anything about the mesa. Okay, interesting. The streets are pretty crowded with people. There's a lot of people here. You kind of coming up into sort of an entrance area. There's a pretty like bustling like market area and there are shops everywhere there's sellers with stalls and carts along the roads and in fact on one far side of the market square you can see one familiar cart you can see satal's cart in the distance he does not appear to be standing by it but you recognize his cart Nyx will uh, lean against the cart and take a moment to copy. I, she hung on Akira's letter, I guess, into her journal. Okay. Which cart? Because you're away from Satal's cart. It's on the far side of where you are. Oh, is it not easy to get there? I mean, you could walk all the way across the market to where it is, but sure. You guys have come up like into this market. You saw Satal's cart recognizable in the distance. Mm-hmm. He's not by it. You could go over by it, or you could go somewhere else around this market. Yeah, yeah. No, she wants to go over by it. As you're filling it out, you hear a voice saying, Oh, I didn't expect to see you all again so soon. And sure enough, it's Satal coming around, his big floppy hat. Hey, Satal, what's up? It's us. Yeah, I, I'm shocked to see you here, but I'm I'm always happy to see you and your new friend. And he kind of motions towards Clemuel. Oh, yeah. You got sharp eyes, uh, Satal. Well, I mean, that's how you survive in the wild. And a good businessman always keeps track of what's going on at his shop. And my shop is this cart. Mm. Chasha. Yeah. Uh, Satal, I hope you don't mind. We've been having, like, some minor issues with Nabovians. Chasha, can you do a little look-see and make sure? Oh. 
Bovians. I think that's the first time I've ever heard that word. It's a cute little thing, but it also um, helps body snatch people and turn them into, I guess, people eating spiders. So if you don't mind, I would like to make sure you are not a metal people eating spider. All right. Sure. With his concerns, I will have Chacha now look into him to make sure he is not part metal eating spider. Metal spider people. Everything you see in him is like, looks like human organs. He does have a plethora of knives on his person and holsters underneath his clothing. As has been the, we are not a people-eating metal spider. We are good to go. Cool. Thank you uh, for that, Satal. Sorry. Cannot be too careful. Mm -hmm. So what brings you all here to Bodrov? I thought you guys weren't coming in this direction. Oh, plans change. Destinations change. All that. All right. That was a cryptic answer, but that's fine. Yeah, we're kind of, like, up to our necks and shit, Satal, so, like, I think you probably picked that up on our first meeting. Yes, I'm getting that, yeah. On the plus side, I mean, you probably don't have to worry about uh, what's-her-name or anything like that here. Jima. Jima. No, I mean, whoever that woman was that I helped you fend off last I time. I used to talk about Arya. Oh, no, I, she's, guys, we killed her, right? Like, she's dead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, she's, oh, yeah, right, I remember. She's dead. <laughs> Oh, okay. I guess that's helpful. She seemed like a nasty piece of work. Real sadistic, right? Like, not cool at all. You know, I didn't get a chance to talk to her much, but she seemed unpleasant. And then he turns to Chasha and says, how about you? Have you been practicing? Always. Nyx turns around. <laughs> Dilly gets ready to, like, throw up a, like, covering illusion. Shit gets heretical. I mean, you gotta practice if you wanna start something. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, this isn't the place for it. But at some point, I would love to perform with you again. Yeah. Although it's become a little hard, and she like holds up her weird hand. Oh, I'm sorry. But like, I'm coming up with a new technique. It's fine. Cool. You gotta use your feet. That's awesome. So, um, is there anything you guys are looking for, or anything? I mean, you're kind of already aware of my wares. They've been kind of a hit here. I've been working on trying to identify some things I want to take back along the road on my way back towards Anquan. But, you know, I'll be honest, you'd probably get it for cheaper buying it directly from here. I have to mark it up. Yeah, we're in the market for some um, services, Satal. You seem like a very resourceful man. What kind of services? Intrigue and spy work and message delivery. Oh, thank God. I was going to say, I mean, I don't spend hardly any time at the brothels, so I, I couldn't really <laughs> advise you much on where's the better place to go. I mean, you're involved <gasps> in certain illicit activities, you know what I'm saying? Like the Nick tries to do juggling, but it could also be like the, the universal big titty <laughs> symbol, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard you involved in some, you know. Illicit activities, some tickle bitties, if you I mean. <laughs> some some tickle bitties, if you will. Yeah, it could be worse. Could be making like the shake weight motion. You're just like, what? Art is one thing, but I'm not really involved in anything inappropriate. <laughs> you have like certain skill in combat, regardless of art or not, it is illicit. And uh we're involved in one second. Daniel, can I can I uh have next insight this guy? <laughs> Sure. Give me a 21. Oh, whoa. Specialized, so it's a 15. God, let me look at my fucking intellect pool. Oh, God damn. Okay, so it's a 21. So it's the Nyx's shit. It's a 15. Anyone want to help? I don't think I have anything that I can help you with. You don't have to be trained. You just also have to be trying. You just can't have a hindrance. And you also have to be, like, trying to figure out if he's trustworthy. Yeah, all right. Dilly will help. I guess. Yeah. So that's two assets. So that makes it a nine. And let me let me just drop this little three in the intellect pool. Oh, Nick's gonna be confident about her ability to to eyeball a, a fellow plotist, a plotist. Um, okay. Ten. He's involved in something sketchy more than juggling. You have no idea if it is like related to crime or anything like that. There's definitely something else that he's involved in, despite his protests to the contrary. Nick's lean in. You're not like a key assassin, are you? Oh, don't be silly. They're probably just propaganda. Okay. With your previous role, like, he's totally lying. Anyway, I don't care. So, uh... <laughs> 
Do you want like a drink? Do you have like somewhere you would suggest for like a private conversation? Or is this good? Like it's crowded. It's kind of loud. I don't know. Depends how quiet you want the environment to be. If you're looking for a quiet environment, there's a number of good restaurants and establishments. But if you're actually looking for a drink, there's only one place worth visiting if you can get in. Right. The hanged whatever view. I can't What is Dilly? My man's view. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I meant more like where we wouldn't be overheard. Oh, I'm sure there's some restaurants away from the market where you could go. Can we take you out to dinner and discuss some slightly illicit, probably not murder, though, <laughs> business? Okay. Well, I'm not going to talk about anything illegal because, of course, I wouldn't be involved in anything like that. But happy to share what I know with some fellow travelers. Oh, yeah. No, totally. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I meant. Nick's like, oh, God, so new at this. I've <laughs> only been specializing in treats for <laughs> two months or three weeks, whatever the hell our timeline is. <laughs> So he leads you away from the market. He seems to pay somebody in the market who comes over and starts standing guard by his cart. And then he leads you away from the bustle of the market to a small little, like, kind of hole-in-the-wall restaurant where, you know, you come in and it's pretty casual, kind of like if you thought about, like, a place, like a like a family restaurant, like, would open and they were... You know, they bring you over food, beverage, you know, things like that. It's 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 good food. It tends to be they seem to err on like the the spicier side. It's more like like a spicy goulash almost that this particular place kind of specializes in. Satal sits with you and you guys have drinks and what can I tell you? Dilly Chacha, you're good with like some disclosure here. Uh what are we disclosing? Uh yeah. the letters, the general plot of the nixos uh yeah that stuff yeah who we are letters secret letters i love secret letters it's so exciting yeah so uh i'm nick sladek highly wanted by the queen along with all of my family have you seen like the oh yes i've seen the posters lately yeah pretty good posters uh so that's me so Generally speaking, we have a few different goals, one of which we definitely cannot talk about. But one of our goals is, like, to take down the Nixos, mostly because they want Dilly. They sort of hate me. Chacha, how do they feel about you? I feel like it's hate. Mm, I feel like it's a neutral feeling. Taking down the Nixos is a tall order, but if you're going to do something Nixos, you're in the wrong place. There's no Nixos here. There is a Nixos here. In the Gabay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what happens when they try to come here. So I have a pair of letters here written by Gabay Man. They are detailing in Nixos code a plot by the Nixos to, long story short, hatch jade monsters inside of their agents for like some unknown reason, along with probably like the queen's old right hand Nano. You following me? We got to get these letters to his friends in an attempt to like sow some discord within the organization. Can you help with that? Are you trying to sow discord within the organization or sow discord with Navarine? Both. Well, both. So I gave some slight consideration to, like, writing the queen. I was thinking, like, dear queen, I wanted to make you aware of, like, a potential plot. So then maybe they'll just, like, fight each other. I don't know. It's an idea. I mean, that's a thought, I guess. I don't know if it's a wise idea to try to send something to the queen. Certainly not from here, because trust me, anything that's addressed to her, somebody here is going to take notice of that. The door opens, by the way, and two figures walk in and walk up to the counter. You know, as this conversation is going on, they go up and they talk to the owners who seem somewhat nervous. One of them runs in the back and brings out a pouch of shins and hands it to one of the men that came in. As he's turning to leave, you can see that he's got a shirt, but his shirt is sort of open at the chest. And in the center of his chest, you can see it's like this weird carved, like it's like a scarification on his chest that almost looks like it's almost in the shape of tools, except it's got like a silvery sheen. It's almost like somebody carved into the skin and then poured molten synth into it. And he turns and walks out the door. Oh, that's a shakedown if I ever saw one, huh? Oh, yes. I assume it's uh, protection fees. That was... That was definitely the stone burners, or at least two of them. Almost certainly. Almost certainly. You don't want to cross them here. Mm -hmm. 
they have more control over the city than the local government does. The governor wouldn't dare cross them. Why do stuff like that so blatantly then? Why not just take it out of taxes, so to speak? Taxes need to be collected officially and reported to the queen. Oh, right. Stoneburners don't control the crown. They just control the city. That makes sense. Okay. Why does the queen allow it? As far as I understand, your queen doesn't have much interest in Bodruff. Yeah, if I remember right, she Bodruff was originally meant to be a gift for her that she completely hated and otherwise ignores. That's the common knowledge. That's everything I've heard about the city as well. She is so paranoid. I don't... This doesn't make sense. There's something... I feel like there's something else going on. He looks at you and says, like, I'd be a little careful. I would keep yourselves well-disguised. I would particularly watch out for keeping these hidden. And he points to his right arm at his sleeve. You, uh, you don't want the stone burners to see those marks. Uh, Dilly's going to quickly kind of, like, give a little shoulder to Cha-Cha and then, like, kind of, <laughs> with his eyes, indicate, like, is he does he have one? Does he have a mark? Oh, you're asking her to use her x-ray vision? Yeah, pretty much. He does not have a mark. Thanks for the advice. Huh. So, as much as I'm uh, enjoying this conversation, I should probably get back to my cart. Right. Nix hasn't even asked him to send the letters yet. Will you get a letter to the queen out of the city regarding this plot? To the queen? Yeah. No, I'm not getting involved in that. Like it, anything that's to go to the queen, somebody is going to notice. Like, like sending it to sending something to the queen is going to draw so much attention. Like the stone burners may control the city, but there's no way that somebody in the government does not see that or hear about it in some level. I'm not being attached by anything that's going to draw the attention of the crown. Fair enough. Yeah, that's fair. What about uh, these letters to our friends at the Nixos? Those I'm happy to mail for you. All right. It's not the direction I'm going, but I can get them put in the mail. Dilly, let me copy that real quick, if you haven't already. You did? I copied mine. You already copied. You're, I copied you're... yours? Okay. <laughs> no, you copies. did. Nix will slide over the letters. <laughs> well, enjoy your time in Bodruff. I'm going to be here for another few more days myself before I go on my way. Thank you for your time and the juggling balls and all the help. Mm-hmm. Let us know if you need anything. Yes, thank you. Will do. Take care. And he wanders out of the restaurant. Time to go, guys. Yeah, time to time to go. I thought I had a cool line. I didn't. It was uh, yeah. Let's go Where to the uh, high man's view. Okay. I don't think we can go there quite yet. So I don't think we're gonna get in. We can try. Yeah, we should just go like take a look. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fair enough. So you had it takes you a little while, but I mean the restaurant owners can tell you where to go. Um, everybody knows where the high man's view is, and as you approach, you can see that there is this tavern. There is a a long line to get in the front door. It sounds very raucous in there, but most notably, on the second floor of the exterior of this tavern, there are three ten-foot spikes, and impaled upside down on each of those spikes is a human body. Spike initially going into the mouth and then coming out the bottom of their body. And the distinctive thing that they all have in common is an ashen gray mark on their right forearms. And that's where we'll end this episode. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Samson, something about this episode. I'm gonna say the fucking Impaled Guardians. That's that's not good for us. That's not good for us. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> also, I uh, gotta give it to Stace for getting us Nixos code. Holy shit, that's awesome. That was a really good move that I did not see coming. Thanks, and thanks for, like playing along daniel so we have a segment that we do each week called player intrusions that's where we offer you the listener an xp to check out something that we think you'd really dig this week it is alex's turn alex what would you offer our listeners an xp to check out the video game ooblets it's like if pokemon and harvest moon had a baby and that baby was a dance major (laughs) so you're on this island okay get like a pokemon s team called ooplets but instead of like beating the shit out of each other they dance fight and it's just you restoring your farm making the island super cool again collecting all the ooplets and having a little dance party cool it's like a super chill game and the reason i'm bringing it up even though it's been out for a while 
is because coming up soon, it will be released on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, cool. I'm very excited about it. There are a lot of games coming up soon that will be released that I will be very enjoying playing. <laughs> very cool. And it's just available on PC otherwise? Right now it's available on Steam, yes. Okay, cool. If people wanted to tell us what they think about Ooblets or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? They should find our socials. We have them on our website, ExplorersWanted.fm. Our socials are as follows. Twitter, at ExplorersWanted. Instagram and Facebook, at Explorers Wanted Podcast. We also have a Discord, ExplorersWanted.fm slash Discord. That's the best way to come hang out with us, because we got a good little community there. Also, if what we've done here today in your ears uh, deserves money and is within your means, Patreon.com slash Explorers Wanted is the best way to support us. Also, use our dice for the code at Die Hard Dice. Get 10% off your order. Just use Explorers Wanted as the code at checkout. Get cool dice, and we get a little kickback. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. Best thing you could do is tell your friends, tell them why they should listen to the show, why you love it. Second best thing you could do is leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory. It makes such a difference for people finding the show. And then also, I mean, you know, we kind of build these pieces of content into a bottle and then send them out. So it's very cool seeing people get excited about the show in that way. If you didn't like the episode or if you just thought it was bad. Well, the best thing about visiting a sauna is that with even the gentlest of pressure, your meat just falls right off the bone. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can find me in our Discord. I'm Stace Windu. I don't want to admit that I'm kind of a little hungry right now. I'm a slant potato. Listen, Ooplet said it best. Life is just a giant poop right now. I'm Real T Unicorn on Twitter and T with the Unicorn on Twitch. All right, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, afternoon, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye. bye.